Hey queen, welcome to the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast, where we get real, honest, open, and transparent about the everyday journey of being the queen we are destined to be. There is no holding back as we have intimate conversations about where we come from, where we are, and where we are going in our lives, personally, professionally, and everywhere in between as we build the queendoms of our lives. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. I am your girl, Davina, and I am so glad you decided to tune into this week's episode of the Divinely Crowned Conversations podcast. Um, I have not done this in a few weeks. It's been a few weeks since I've done an interview, so I'm actually excited to, you know, get back into interviewing, get back into podcasting. Um, just been taking some much needed rest and self care. So tonight, though, I am excited because I have somebody pretty near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Her name is Miss Shatiqua, and I'm excited for us to have this divinely crowned conversation. Conversation. But before I have her introduce herself, I just want to remind everyone who's listening, watching to make sure you like this video, share this video, subscribe yes. to Divinely Crowned on Facebook, Instagram, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the things, as well as my website, because I just updated it a little bit. So um, just make sure you are tapped into the queendom um, as we continue to grow. Um, and we already have our first person, first two people. Marie Love <laughs> said, hello, beautiful queens. Hello, hello. queen. And Lamario, hey, I'm so excited. Hey, hello, hello. <laughs> so yes, like you guys know, I love to have my people in the comments commenting because we chat back to you. So just make sure you are interacting with us and we will interact with you. So without further ado, I'm going to let my divine guest introduce <laughs> herself. Shatiko, why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Shatiko Keys Carr. I am the owner, proud owner, actually, of Nyla's Dream Daycare Center, LLC. It's an in-home group daycare that just opened last March of 2022. I love it. I love it. And she being all modest, like we ain't got a lot to talk. <laughs> yes, I own. And but we are going yeah. to definitely dive into who Shatiqua is. But before we do that, I always like to kind of highlight how I know my divine guests, which I'm mostly I know mostly all I've known in some way, mostly all my guests so far. But for Shatiqua and I, we <laughs> met in high school almost. Yes. Yeah, it's strong Vincent, it's strong Vincent. When it we was are colonels. Yes, when, yes, yes. <laughs> colonel babies. <laughs> so we just always hit it off. She was just mm -hmm. this sweet angel baby. <laughs> <laughs> so she says. Yes, sweet. And we'll get into that too. She was just this sweet woman, young girl. And I was just like, oh, she's so sweet. And Shatik was actually older than I am by 
a few years. Yeah. So I was like, she was like my big sister, my cousin. Mm-hmm. The and then everything. there was another girl, which is actually our my cousin, Jessica, that we used to call each other the triplets because yes. we were always together, <laughs> kind of favored each other. So and just crazy. Yes, <laughs> we have we have stories, but just through not just high school, but even into adulthood, like yes. we've always stayed connected in some exactly. way, whether it's years later or months later we've always stayed connected and so I'm like I have to highlight Tigoy because you've had a beautiful journey and I know some of your journey um yes and we're always still on it but we definitely you know just I just wanted to highlight you and all you've done this far so and I know you got a lot of wisdom okay (laughs) so like um you know Divinely Crown is all about talking about the journey of where we come from where we're at and where we're going in life as we're growing in our queendom which is our life so I always like to start at the beginning with who is or who was Miss Young Shatiqua oh that is a great question (laughs) Uh, (laughs) all right so Shatiqua was a fire starter mm, oh I my love god <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that no seriously um I had a lot of anger issues mm, growing up wow um since I was 11 okay um I tried to actually commit suicide when I was 11 I was oh, wow. very young it was after my grandpa had passed away mm-hmm. he was very close to me he was like the only male figure in my life okay. like I have a dad but he was my dad mm-hmm. you know that was my mother's father but you know, my grandpa was my everything. Mm-hmm. And when he left, my dad literally came back from jail. And I'm just like, I was happy at first. But then I wasn't too happy because I started to see, like, you know, my mom drifting away from me. Mm. And me and my sister always had my mom. And for me to have her for those 11 years to myself and then, bam, my dad comes back like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then I got kicked out of school because I tried to, you know, kill myself at school because it didn't happen that night when I tried to do it. Mm-hmm. So I went to school, and I'll never forget it. It was one kid in my math class at uh, Wilson Middle School, mm-hmm. and I was like, I will pay anybody to kill me. Mm. And he was like, how much? And I was like, $5. He was like, I'll do it. And right then and there, I felt like, you know what? My life is only worth $5. Mm. I don't think I need to be here anymore. Wow. So, you know, that was very deep for me. I had to go to AEP and everyone's like, AEP, you went to AEP? I said, yep, Percy's house. I was there for a whole year, my whole wow. sixth grade year. Actually, no, into my seventh grade year, too. I didn't get to come back to Wilson. No, I came back to Wilson seventh grade year. I got kicked out the first day back because I <laughs> I slapped a girl in her You're face. Like I wasn't ready to fully come back yet. <laughs> like, so. I was, but I had earned a lot of friends who mm. were not good friends for mm. me at that moment. So I wanted to always be a part of that crowd. Yeah. And I learned, you know, if I just do what they say, don't they'll be my friends forever. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point I kept getting in trouble, yeah. and my mom was like, "If you keep getting in trouble, you ain't gonna get this. You ain't gonna have that." And I'm just like, "Whatever." Like. Yeah. Friends are more important than what you're saying to me, mom. Wow. But then one day I literally sat down. I was in going to the eighth grade and I was like, God, I'm done. I said, I'm tired of being bad. I want to go to Collegiate Academy. So I want to get honor cards. I want to be an honor student. So my eighth grade year, I definitely changed that. I made sure that happened. The people I hung around, they're like, oh, no, don't hang with Tigua, man. She, she ain't about that no more. And it's like, oh, that's what's up. I'm glad y'all respect that. You know, like. <laughs> That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been with this. No, seriously. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't get accepted into academy. Mm. And that's how I came about coming to Strong Vincent because I got accepted to their honors academy. 
So I was just like, oh, it's not Academy, but it's an honors it's Academy. An honors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then even in high school, you know, I had my my problems. You know, I've always been big chested growing up. So I got a lot of attention from the boys mm-hmm. in the wrong manner. Um, but then when I had my little first boyfriend, not gonna say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, I know who you that know, is. We, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> but, you know, I was so young. I was 16. I was so excited. I had a mm-hmm. boyfriend. My mom allowed it. He drove. You know, I was like, oh, I got a boyfriend. We got a car. He dropped me to school. <laughs> I, I thought I was on top of the world. Yeah, you But did. it was so much drama. And, Davina, you know how much drama I went oh, through yeah. with that situation. But even getting suspended from there to the point where they tried to expel me. Like, I don't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I got into that fight with her, they suspended me for three months. And wow. only suspended her for three days. I do remember that. And I do remember that. Wow. Now that yeah, I, exactly. and then, like, I do remember that. And then when I came back to school, you know, Mr. Brazenton was the principal at that time. He was like, Shatiqua, if you... If you come back here and you start something, you're expelled. No graduation, no prom, nothing. And I'm like, are you serious? Like prom, graduation, none of that. Mm. So I came back to school the first day and I'm in the office. And Mr. Brayson was like, that's it. You're expelled. I was like, for what? He was like, you came in talking stuff to that girl. I said, <laughs> I didn't say no- You're a liar. I know you said it. And I'm like, what? He's like, we have it right here. I said, ask my homeroom teacher, which was Miss Kennedy. And I Ms. loved her. Kennedy. She was like the most stylish teacher yes, we she had. Was. She was Miss Kennedy, OG Slayer. Yes, <laughs> always. I haven't seen her forever, but I'm pretty sure she's still the same. Yeah. But Miss Kennedy came down. She was like, Shatiqua didn't even know the girl came into the classroom. She had her mm, head down the entire wow. time. Called the girl down. She was like, oh, I thought she said something to me. I was like, he was like, go to class, Shatiqua. I was like, thanks. Yeah. Like, like no apology, no nothing. But it's okay because, again, that that pushed me to become a better person. That mm-hmm. pushed me to make sure, you know, till you have to graduate. If mm-hmm. you got one person trying to defeat you this bad to where the principal wants to expel you. And I was an honor student. I, I was a hall monitor for two periods. Like, come on. Like, I'm a good kid. It's just I didn't know how to control my anger. <laughs> so before we listen, she already she talked about some she's a fire starter. And she already came into this whole conversation <laughs> so high i'm like i'm gonna let her finish but we gonna have to roll this all the way back to the beginning i said oh she's coming in real hot already i was not ready for all (laughs) so i want to go back because you are man there's so many things i already want to pull out of that and i already have i got marie she said congratulations baby when she talked about and uh lamario said this is so overwhelming i'm excited to hear oh i love it he's i just love how he's been on it since i posted that you were going to be on i know i saw that yes so i want to roll back real quick um not real quick but i want to roll back into this journey um before wow first of all 11 wow i definitely want to talk about that but i want to even go back a little earlier because you talk about you grew up with your grandfather Mm -hmm. until you were 11 and he was a very big part of your life only man in your life so even that dynamic of being raised from what i'm assuming birth to 11 by your mother Mm -hmm. and then your grandfather was a big part so how was even that growing up 
from those first 11 years with having your mom as pretty much your your rock you're like it was us and uh, us against the world and then dad comes back so how was that well like okay so my mom was she's still my rock mm -hmm. but you know i had also my sister mm -hmm, uh, my mm -hmm. sister megan we're nine years apart nine years and three months um <laughs> we'll get into that too <laughs> and you know because I had my sister who was older, she was also like a mother figure to me mm -hmm. because my mom worked hard. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear that typical single mom story of, you know, they work two to three jobs to keep food mm -hmm. on the table and mm -hmm. all that. And it was like, you know, we had food stamps up to I was like five or six years mm -hmm. old. So then like I never knew more about welfare until like years later. Yeah. Like my mom really pushed to make sure she made that money so that she wasn't on welfare mm -hmm. any longer. And I always looked up to that. But at the same time, it's like I missed a part of my mom sometimes, mm -hmm. but I had my sister who, you know, in a sense kind of substituted that. Um, but we had grandpa, you know, he would give us candy and we just loved it. He was just a, a big teddy bear that we loved so much. And when he got sick, it kind of like threw me off because, again, I was young. Yeah. I, it literally like and I tell myself, I'm like, I feel like I blinked. And my grandpa was sick. It was mm -hmm. like one minute he was sitting up front watching TV. My grandma giving him a kiss for the Valentine's Day present to bam he's in a bed like mm. wait ooh, how what happened to grandpa how did he get sick yeah and then for you know him to go the way he did it just it, it broke my heart it mm -hmm. shattered me in mm -hmm. a sense because i'm just like the only man that loved me is gone mm. so now where, where do i go from here yeah. so it's like my mom me and my mom are very open with each other um we've always been very close and very tight people used to make fun of I how, definitely how know. close me and my mom was <laughs> like she would tell her about everything she uh -huh. probably tells her when she had sex and I'm like shush <laughs> not like that <laughs> but it was like you know there's things you know I didn't want to keep from my mom because mm -hmm. again if I don't know I'm going to ask yeah, the question and of course good. I may get yelled at mm -hmm, <laughs> for mm -hmm. asking the question because it came to my mind where I did it yeah but I still needed to know yeah. and I'm grateful that I had a mom who yes she was upset but she still you know okay too well we need to do this now since you did this yeah. like I'm not happy you don't punch her for like five years and it's like <laughs> dang I should never say nothing <laughs> but I wanted to know yes. so it was oh that's so good it was crazy but you know like I said having my mom and my sister that that really shaped part of who I am <laughs> I love it and you wow like even you just saying that you know you told your mom everything which I I I know you've always <laughs> been close to your mom literally but being a young child one be a young girl mm -hmm. and being able to feel that safety of telling your mom things asking her almost anything telling mm -hmm. her almost anything and knowing uh, she might not like <laughs> the what's going on with me but yes. she never it, it's almost like I guess she never made you feel like unsafe to tell her or like mm -hmm. it would nothing was off limits that you wouldn't she wouldn't still love you right almost yeah. not saying like oh other parents that you know, people don't feel like, oh, I can come to you. Don't feel that love from their parent. But like, I'll be honest, growing up, like, I didn't always want to tell my mom everything. Like, I was like, I know I'm gonna get in trouble. So I'm not telling her. <laughs> right. And it wasn't until I had children where I really kind of told her, let her into my life fully. Mm -hmm. So for you to be able to be young and saying that, like, that's a huge deal. Because Mostly, most of the time, kids in their adolescence are not telling their parents anything. They're True. talking to their friends True. and and things like that. So for you to be able to have had that, that's a powerful thing. That's, that's a good thing. I, I could say I was truly blessed with yes. that because, you know, it wasn't the same if I didn't have mm -hmm. her to tell that to. 
and I'm happy we had that connection. But, you know, as I get older, um, it's not as close as we Mm -hmm. I want it to be Mm -hmm. now um, because my mom had like a medical issue Mm -hmm. that transpired. But, you know, I still love her. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, I thank my sister because yeah. ooh, she's Shout a big part of sister. helping. I remember you being very close <laughs> she's to her, a, too. She's a very a big, huge. Like, I have separation anxiety from her. Wow. It's, it's bad. Wow. <laughs> I wow. talk to a toddler when she goes oh, away. Oh, <laughs> my God. No, seriously. I'm... I do. I go through. Like, when she moved to Texas, no lie, I was uh, working at St. Vincent Child Care Center, and I came in angry throwing stuff and they were like what's wrong it's like my my sister's gone she's gone and i was like did, did she die i'm like no she ain't died she went to texas and i was like oh so like my, my co-workers felt so bad they bought me flowers and chocolate oh. <laughs> i'm like dang am i this much of a big baby and then even like recently she went out of town to go pick up her grandchildren and she was only gone for like a day and a half or two days and I was going through withdrawal. I'm like, oh, my sister got to come back. Oh, my, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, that is. I can't do this. I can't But do that's this. even, I mean, <laughs> separation is you grown, but it's okay to be, be able to have that type of bond with your sister and your mm-hmm. mom is a very special thing. It like, is. Is. very special. And yes, yeah, so we. Listen, we laugh, but that, I mean, your family, even your coworkers, like, wow, that's a beautiful thing. Let me get her some chocolates and <laughs> flowers to her feel a little better. No, listen, <laughs> let me look in the uh, comments. Is it Ray- Raylena? Yes. Okay. She said, beautiful. She said, so proud of you. Lamar, Lamario, I'm enjoying. Shatiqua, I want you to know I'm so proud of you. I can't even explain just. Um, ju- but just know I'm glad you've been a great role model for me. Aww, you um, is you. a blessing. I love you, Zay. <laughs> and you. we have Megan. Hi, sister. <laughs> Hi, sister. She said, yes, woo woo, here I am. <laughs> Listen, she might have had separation anxiety if you didn't oh, jump on, Megan. Right? So thank you for being here for her. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. So you talk about, you know, growing up and having you know these close women in your life Mm -hmm. um and then you said you know your grandfather passes and your dad comes back into your life after not ever being in your life Mm -hmm. so can you kind of take me through that journey a little bit (laughs) so when I first found out my dad was coming back I was excited Mm -hmm. because again like oh my friends have dads and now I finally get to have a dad too and you know the first time it was great because I'm like, yes, I get to learn who he is, learn mm-hmm. about him. But then after a while, like I said, I started to see that he was pulling my mom away from mm-hmm. me. And then he would tell me things that you shouldn't tell a child. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like looking at him like, you know what? So I got mad to the point where, as some of us kids have done, like, you're not even my real parent. Mm-hmm. You're not my dad. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, he's like, that's fine. I was like, when I find my real dad, that's who I'm going to go live with. And he was like, all right, go live with him. Yeah. And it's just like, and I would tell my mom, like, why is he here? Like. My sister was always my backup, too, with that. Yeah. She didn't care for my dad that much, either. <laughs> so she was no rolling. <laughs> so, but then I had her side of the family, her dad calling uh, me his daughter. So I was like, all right, that's my dad, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like I, I always had her side as well. They treated me as, as if I was their own as well. Um, But it's like it was hard. Like, mm-hmm. again, it went from being happy to, like, uh, get out of my life. Yeah. Like, I don't want you here. Yeah. And I feel like he was there for about two extra years. I want to say until I was like 13 or either okay. until I was 12, he stayed there. But it was just like, 
it wasn't for me. Like, yeah. it was fun in the beginning. You know what I mean? Of course. It's like a honeymoon phase. Like, oh, we're, we're so in love. I'm so happy you're here. And yeah. it's just like, now it's like, mm, okay, now you yeah. can go. Yeah. I, I don't need you. Wow. <laughs> like, just oh, go. Wow. Yeah. And I can't even, I can't imagine. Like, I, I, I kind of, like, I, I mean, obviously movies are movies, but like, I, you see those movies where it's like, you're, you, they, the person comes back into life and it's like, you're, you're not my dad or you're my dad. And then it's like that bond, try to find that yeah. bond. And sometimes you can't. And sometimes you can. And it's like, for you, you're like, listen, as long as I got my mom and my sister, I'm good. I'm good. I'm and that, good. and that's okay. And that's like, what would you tell maybe somebody who, who might be going through that or has gone through that, that, that you've learned from that experience? If anything, you, what I did learn as I got older with it was you can't choose who your parents are. Mm, mm-hmm. As much as we would love to say mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. as much as, you know, my mom would joke around, like, you're not, you're not supposed to be in the family. You should be in a rich family. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, where'd that rich family at? Yeah. But it's like, it's hard, mm-hmm. especially when you're young and you don't have a lot of people to look up to, especially in a male figure, like, especially when you lose the one that was close to mm-hmm. you. It's like, well, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. How do I know what true love really is? Mm-hmm. Will I ever be able to recognize it? So what I could say to that person is you have to find you, mm-hmm. you know, and of course it's hard. It took me who years mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, who is Shatiqua? Mm-hmm. Who, who are you? Who mm-hmm. are you supposed to be? You know, for the longest I couldn't see that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like having the men that I did have in my life. Some people are like, well, do you feel you have that because you have daddy issues? I'm like, I don't feel like I have daddy issues mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. I just feel, you know, yes, my dad wasn't there, but, I didn't seek males to be in my life because mm-hmm. of that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did have a good male figure. That was my grandfather. Yeah. It's just, you know, he passed due to, you know, health issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't control that. Yeah. But it's it's hard. But the most important thing that helped me was literally God. Mm-hmm. Because when I was 11, like I said, I tried to commit suicide. Yeah. But before that happened, it was one day after church. And I'll never forget it. I was sitting in front of a TV in my bedroom. And I was like, God, I want to know more about you. And when I said that, it was like the devil woke up and was like, oh, uh-uh. snaps. She about to find out who she is. Ooh. All right, let's, let's, let's go. We got that some work to do. We got chills. some work to do. Like, yeah. no, like seriously, li- li- like literally that's how it felt. Because after I said that, I lost my grandpa. Mm. Then my dad comes back. Then I try to commit suicide. And the thing about the way I tried to do it was I'm a wild sleeper. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so wild. I wake up with scratches on my body. Oh, my so God. So <laughs> I know I scratch myself in my sleep. Yeah. So I first tried to, you know, stab myself in the bathroom. But then my dad had to use the bathroom. So I put the knife underneath my shirt. Oh. And he didn't even pay attention to me. Like, I literally was holding it like this. He didn't even pay attention of, like, what's under your shirt. Mm-hmm. He just was like, are you done? Yeah. Walked in the kitchen, got some tape, taped a knife around my wrist. Wow. Went to sleep. I woke up alive. I said, are you kidding me? Wow. That literally, I had my hand so close underneath my pillow. It didn't move. And I'm like, and that's not me. I don't stay in one spot. And my sister, no. I walk in my sleep sometimes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so wow. for me to actually wake up alive, I was disappointed. Mm. I was angry. Like, what? I'm not dead? And then my mom put me in this most hideous outfit. 
I mean, and this is why I say tedious because it was my aunt's hand me down. Oh, wow. Now, my aunt was born in 1950. <laughs> yeah. So, just oh, imagine yeah. what them clothes oh, yeah. look like walking up into Wilson Middle oh. School at my age with a jumpsuit on from the 1960s, probably, is where it came from. I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, see, I really want to die now. Like, I'm about to be made fun of when I go to school. But, you know, to go to school and to realize that my life wasn't worth it, it mm. was just like, I just really need to die then. I don't want to be here. Mm. And when my sister found out, she was pissed. Mm. I can imagine. She blamed my dad. And she was just so angry. And I can just remember we were at the hospital. It was at Hammett before they did all the reconstruction mm-hmm. and everything. And we were there sitting there. And they're like, she's going to have to go through counseling. And I'm just like, for what? Mm. Like, I'm hurting, but it's not like it's going to do anything. I'm not going to talk. And I literally did not talk. When they put me in counseling the first session, I literally sat there probably for an hour. Wow. And they called my mom back and it was like, she's not going to talk and we're not going to make her talk. So we're done here. And I went to AP. So I'm like, hey, we done here. I ain't got to talk. We good. Let's go. Like, <laughs> wow. But I wasn't done. Like, I had so much anger mm-hmm. built up in me. And I felt I took that out on the people I was around. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't take it out of my family. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't take it out of my mom. Like, mm-hmm. that's my mom. I yeah. love her. Like, I would never try to cause any harm to her, no matter how angry I get. But, like, I was so angry growing up. Like, people would say one thing, and they knew it. Too. Like, look, hey, call Tico fat. Watch out how mad she get. Oh, my god. I'm just sitting there like, Tico with your fat A. Here, eat some cheeseburgers. And I get up and just flip a desk. Like, I, it. It didn't take much to get me angry. Wow. Like, legit, it did You're not. so sweet. I just can't even. <laughs> like, I know you was a little rowdy in high school, but, like, <sighs> like even if you guys, y'all hear her soft-spoken voice, <laughs> and it's, like, for you to even be saying this is, like, wow. Like, I knew, but I didn't even know it's this like, about legit, you. Yeah, it's, but, like, it's crazy because, like, I really, I look at my life. And I'm like, but God, like God, real, like literal, like, yo, I'm here. I'm meant to be here. Mm -hmm. I am here for a reason. But the thing that really taught me that I was here for a reason, my mom told me a story when I was a baby. And she was like, I remember I was giving you a bath in the sink because, you know, that's what they could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now we do it, but we don't do yeah. it to that extent. <laughs> we but don't she, have to do yeah, it. Yeah, we don't. We got <laughs> luxury tubs now for these kids. But um, she was like, you were in the tub, and all of a sudden you stopped breathing. You turned blue. Mm. And we, and I don't know why. Like, I got you to the doctors, and they don't even know why to they, But then you started breathing again. But we never knew why you stopped breathing. I'm mm. like, I turned blue. I was like stop breathing breathing for real for real it wasn't like no simple all right we're gonna pump her back that was blue wow. i said i know i black people could turn blue <laughs> like someone's like oh so you an avatar now yeah, oh my god <laughs> but when she told me that i was like man wow i'm meant to be you're here. meant to be here i was like okay all right ma so what am i supposed to do now like yes. so i want to real quick first uh, we have comments so <laughs> i gotta i gotta highlight um tanisha jones ah tico hey. with the hearts and then um uh ray say raylena okay <laughs> she did the laughing emojis megan said hey right always Literally. we got k one of my oh no she can't Kenya hasn't been on yet, but her sisters have. I was going to say, one of my divine <laughs> guests, uh, she said, hey, queens. Hey. And Marie, she asked the question I was going to go back to ask. She says, why was you so angry? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so why was I so angry? 
honestly, I felt I was more so angry because I don't think people heard me. Mm. I don't think I was heard. I don't mm-hmm. think I was seen at times. Because, like, yeah, like I said, my sister was there. Mm-hmm. But we're also nine years apart. Right. You know, she got her friends, too. Yeah. Um, and then my mom, like, she had her friends. She was working. Like, I played with, you know, fellow church people or mm-hmm. whatever. But kids are cruel. Oh, they like, are. When we around each other, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. We say some ridiculous things. And then I didn't also, another thing was, I didn't feel like I was beautiful. Because, mm. again, like, I had a big chest. Mm-hmm. So, like, boys would, you know, touch my chest, you mm. know. A, you know, sexually assault me, harass mm-hmm. me. Like back then, you didn't know you could use those type of words yeah, to justify yeah. what was actually yeah. happening to you. You know, I got called so many names. Like, oh, she a hoe? She's not a virgin. That's how her titties is big because she has sex. It's like, yeah. what? Like, mm-hmm. wait, how did? Is that true? Is that mm-hmm. what? Is that how you get a big mm-hmm. chest? Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know. Again, mm-hmm. I was eleven, so it's like people making fun of me and talking about me and not being seen. It, it can make one person go crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, for you to even like say all these things were happening to you and were you able to share that type of stuff with your, your mom and your sister at the time? Or is that stuff that you kind of kept in? At the time I kept that in mm-hmm. because like I said, I did not know. So mm-hmm. it's like, so I, one, I, I didn't know I wasn't a hoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I literally was a virgin. I'm yeah. Like, I don't know. And they're like, I thought being a virgin was so bad. So I'm like, wait, no, I'm not a virgin. I'm oh, not. Oh, wow. And they're like, see, I told you she's not a virgin. But then, like, when a guy would come to me, I'm like, oh, wait, what's going on? Yeah. Wait, I don't even know what this is. Like, yeah. don't, I, I, I'm confused right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go home. Yeah. Um. But then another thing I felt that really got me is when I was on punishment for um, fighting at AV. Mm-hmm. My mom put me on punishment. She was at work, and my dad was home with me. And two boys were knocking on the door. He was like, Tico, you got company. And I'm like, I'm on punishment. He was like, so what? Go outside and have fun. And these boys are actually trying to have sex with me. Wow. And I'm like, my dad literally allowed me you know most fathers are like who, the mm-hmm. hell, who was you? <laughs> yeah. you you brave enough yeah. to knock on my door yeah. for yeah. my daughter yeah and like long it was two of y'all yeah and for him to just be like oh yeah you can go they're your friends go have fun and we went to an abandoned house and they were trying to have sex with me wow and it's like wow is my life really not meant anything like my own dad yeah like i get it you haven't been in my life so mm-hmm. you don't know how to be a father but I feel like everybody knows, don't allow your daughter to go mm-hmm. off with two boys. Mm-hmm. Common sense. To me, I thought it was common sense. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, okay, I can go outside. I mean, mom's not here. I guess I'll go. Like, yeah. So how does that, like, how did you, I, I know you said, you know, God and, and, like, you did go to counseling and stuff like that. But, like, what was kind of, like, how did you deal with that? Besides, I know you you did po- commit, try to commit suicide, and that was back in 11. And then once you went to AP, you were a little older. I was 12. So <laughs> how did you kind of, like, sift through all that, being that young? And these are things that, like, even just sitting here and talking to you, like, I can think of things that I maybe have not thought about that I've been through <laughs> having a big chest and what guys would say to me right. and being a virgin and hearing rumors about me that I'm like, I'm a virgin, like, and just thinking of those things and, and thinking how I felt. And it's like, like, what did that, how did that, like, how did you deal with that other than the anger? Like, 
how did you come out of maybe feeling the way you were feeling? I don't think I ever actually came out of it. Mm. I honestly felt like, you know, when I would get mad, I would just want to attack people. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to fight you. Like, mm-hmm. even though, like, again, like, yes, I am very soft spoken. Mm-hmm. I, I can be very <laughs> sweet. Yeah. And there's times where I'm scary. Like, oh, I don't want to fight her. She's too big. Yeah. Like, yeah, I ain't trying to get beat up today. <laughs> but it was like, if you got me to that point where I was just very angry and I couldn't calm down mm-hmm. from it. I just want to terrorize anything and anyone who mm. came my direction. Mm. Like when I had boyfriends, they called me the abuser mm. because when they would piss me off, I would hurt them, mm-hmm. like leave bruises on mm-hmm. them because I'm mad. Yeah. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Just leave me alone. Like I'm angry. But it's just like, I don't think I came out of it. It got to the point where like I would get suspended so much. And like you had to sign a paper saying that you wouldn't do it again. My mom got to the point where she was like, why? Why does she have to keep signing when you know you're about to suspend her? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it got to where my mom didn't even believe in me no more. She's like, you know what, here. Just, wow. Why? I don't care to sign this no more. She's gonna, you are gonna call me in a couple of days, say she's suspended again. We gotta do this all over again. There's no point in me signing this paper. Yeah. Like, and did that crazy. like affect you guys' relationship as you're going through all this? Like, did that affect ever affect like your relationship with her or like because you like you said, you like she was even like not believing, like, you're gonna keep doing this, but like, did she ever like get like upset with you about like why are you not listening or like why are you not trying to change or like did she just support you kind of through that no (laughs) oh like honestly like my mom she had my dad so I felt like Mm -hmm. she just felt you know whatever yeah like I can't honestly say how my mom felt but as I got older I think uh I think after I got to high school, I think I finally told her how I really felt yeah. and how that hurt me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm sorry. Mm. And I was just like, oh, now I get a sorry. <laughs> like, maybe I should have said something then and yeah. I probably could have got that closure. Yeah. But again, you're young. You're not, you don't think that mature mm-hmm. to where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. let me go to my mom and tell her I'm angry at you because you choosing daddy over me. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I just felt like maybe I should just stay in a child's place. Mm. My mom's happy that he's here. So evidently he's doing something Mm -hmm. that she's been missing this entire time that I can't provide for her. And there was something I couldn't provide for her. But again, being young, you don't know that's why your mom is acting the way she is. Yeah. Um, But her finally saying sorry, that hit a different. I think that altered our relationship mm. it changed it for the better for the better to where it was like now i really can be wholeheartedly to my mom like of course things i still wouldn't tell my mom yeah. to this day um but you know i have told her like hey mom you know i snuck out when i was like 13 <laughs> back in the you day <laughs> i'm like what you gonna do now you can't right me. you can't whoop me can't grab me i'm <laughs> like, gonna let you know now I got kids. right like, you can't me <laughs> no but technically she can't still hit one two <laughs> But I honestly feel it just changed our relationship mm. to where it's like hearing her say, I'm sorry. Because not most parents tell you they're sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, their no. way of saying sorry is like, you want some ice cream? Right, right. <laughs> and or it's like, yeah. Oh, man, I'm in trouble no more. Yeah, yeah, I want some ice cream. Let's go to Denny's. Like, yeah. Or like, I'm just, I'm grown and you need, like you said, exactly. she's staying in a child's place. So I want to even like kind of touch on, because this, in this day and age, I do believe that young kids have it even harder than us. Oh. We have social media. We Definitely. have, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know how, I, I, my heart is like, goes out to young, young children, adolescents, Seriously. middle schoolers, like 
preteens, all that. So going through all the things you went through, and I know there's a lot of young men and women that are probably going through the same, if not even more than you have. Like, what would you say to them? What would you say to even a parent or a, a, a teacher that may be dealing with somebody who is like you? Well, see, it's not funny, but my daughter is like that. Okay. My, my oldest. Um, I literally like looked at her and I said to myself, just like, listen, I see, you know how Jesus went through all this stuff. So we don't got to go through it. That's what I feel like I did. <laughs> you know, like I went through all this craziness, all these mixed emotions, all this pain, mm -hmm. all this anger, just so you don't have to. Mm -hmm. So why, why do you feel mm -hmm. the need to want to do this stuff? You know? And like my daughter has felt that way. And I mm -hmm. told her, I said, listen, I've been where you've been. Mm -hmm. I said, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. I said, but now it's worse for y'all because y'all got social media. Media. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't have it like that. Like, yeah, by the time I got to high school, we had MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing that Get we was mad school. about was not being on your top ten. Okay. So to, <laughs> to, to be this in this day and age, I always say I'm so happy I wasn't born in this day and age because I, I I guarantee I will be in jail mm -hmm. because people will be dead. Because mm. I my anger then to this day and age. Yeah, no. Yeah, there, there would not be a Shatika. Yeah, it'll be oh, Shatika with a girl who's in jail for murdering like ten people <laughs> on her school. Yes, that that Shatika, because my anger was, I didn't know how to control it. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you see like these movies of you know, um, like X Men, you know, when you can't control that power within you and you end up hurting someone mm -hmm. that you didn't mean to hurt. It's because you don't know how to deal with it. Mm. You don't. You're not taught how to deal with it. And yeah. I feel like I wasn't taught how to deal with my anger. But it's like nowadays there's so many resources that these kids have today. But a lot of us parents and a lot of our teachers, we're fed up. We mm. don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. We don't want to put in that work. So all I could say to like the kids is it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day. All this anger, all this pain that you're feeling, it's going to stay with you until you can resolve it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't talk to people about it, and I'm not just saying talk to your friends because, again, we're <laughs> so <friends> young. <laughs> they they don't want the egg you want. Like, yeah. oh, so you really mad? Yeah. So why don't we go to their house yeah. right now and you fight them? Mm -hmm. Why don't you go to their house right now? Here, take this gun and shoot them. Like, it's crazy mm -hmm. nowadays. So it's like I would literally tell them, seek help. Mm -hmm. And honestly, seek professional help. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you can't go to your family. Sometimes you can't go to your friends because some of them will make it worse, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And that hurts. Yeah. It's always the people that you least expect that will be the ones to help you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would honestly say. But like my daughter, I feel like she's lucky to have me because I've been through that. Mm -hmm. I say, yeah, I may not have had you know, the social media to make it worse. Yeah. But I had those friends who, you know, back then we had that three-way mm -hmm. who would secretly be on that three-way and get me caught up. Yeah. And I'd be like, I did not say, yes, you did, because so-and-so was on the phone. They're like, yep, I heard everything. It's like, and my mom was sitting there like, so you said that? Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I did. Like, yeah. you can't back up for that. But now you can screenshot it and mm -hmm. send it all around the world. And yeah. it's just like, once you say it, once it goes out, it ain't going back. Mm -hmm. I mean, someone could easily put a, a or fake your profile. It's so crazy. Yeah, now. it is. So it's like, it's 10 times harder. But my thing that really, and I tell my daughter that she needs to do is worry about God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like all jokes aside, worry about God. Get closer to him because if I didn't have that background, 
I don't think I would be mm. Shatiqua. I mm. don't think I would be here right now. Yeah. Wow. This is good stuff. I mean, I <laughs> and that the wisdom that you just shared, even for the young young um young youth, is is important. And I know that a lot of times it is hard for them to get the confidence to mm-hmm. speak up and and go to those adults. And what is it? Real quick, actually, I'm gonna get these comments because they are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Megan it. says Tiqua is my hero. I'm so proud Don't of her. She said, "Love you, little sis." Love you more, um, uh, Lamario. Yes, Tiqua, you are a citizen in heaven. Yes, I am. We have Alex, uh, Ali Desanti. She said, "I'm glad you found yourself and became happy. You deserve this. You Thank are you. seen." Marie Love says, "Well, I never seen that side of you." <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I seen a little bit of it, but not the way she's talking. Um, Tavon, Tavon mm-hmm. Carson, she said, "Any an apology goes such a long way, especially for a from a parent. Mm-hmm. That is very true." Um, I, I'm sorry if I get y'all names wrong. Twanita. Twanita. Okay, yes. she said, "Look at my little sister." <laughs> we have Courtney Stan. That's my ah. bestie cousin. She said, hey. "Yes." Focus on God while you are young. Mm-hmm. And then Ray Ray Lee. I'm Ray gonna get Lena. her Ray Lena. I'm gonna get it right by the end of the night. She said, You did that, babes. I love how you guys see and you got support. I see the support. <laughs> so you even so even going to what Courtney said about focus on God while you're young. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, we have so many different and and everybody knows by now like that. I am a woman of faith, a woman of God. I love me some G.O.D. Capital G.O.D. So when we're on this, I talk with those who who talk about it. I talk about it and I highlight it. But Mm -hmm. you talked about saying like your daughter, that's what you tell her. Focus on God. Like, how do you feel like because this day and age, like I was going to say, young kids, have so many different options of spirituality and things mm-hmm. are just that people are always tell them like, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. And sometimes they're like, I don't want to be bothered with anything other than what I'm being, I know, you know, or not going to church and not knowing God. So like, what would you tell, or like, how are you kind of helping your daughter to maybe be interested? I don't even know. She might not be interested still, but like, how are you kind of trying to support your daughter in the way of following God or like leaning on God? Being the example, mm. <laughs> that's I, like being the example. Like my daughter, she can literally tell you she's seen me pray. Mm-hmm. She's heard me speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. She's heard me mm-hmm. worship. She's seen me praise dance because she's in mm-hmm. my dance team at the church. Um, she sees me read my Bible. Mm-hmm. Like she knows I would kick them on the heartbeat. I'm like, listen, this is me and God's time. Yes. Y'all got to stop. Yeah, yeah. And they be looking at me like. And then they go, and then when I'm having my breakthrough moment, she'll come in the room and look to check on me. She's like, oh, she's praising God. Yeah. And she'll go back into her room. <laughs> so it's like, my kids know me. Yeah. So I am literally the example. But mm-hmm. that's also what I saw in my mother, too. I mm-hmm. saw her pray because she's a prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. She's part of, mm-hmm. um, um, of the team at our church. And it's like seeing my mom pray all the time. And I'm just like, this guy must be something special. Yeah. So let me, I guess I need to, like, catch on, I yeah. guess, yeah. get on board. But it's like. Being that example really shows. Like, I feel like if I wasn't, if I didn't have a relationship with God, I can't sit there and tell my daughter what mm-hmm. not to do. And then, like, you know, people are like, oh, you're a hypocrite. How are you going to tell your daughter not to drink, but you drink? And it's just like, you know, I told her all the time, like, you know, I do things that are not always right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and they're not even good for me at the mm-hmm. time. I said, but that doesn't mean you have to do yeah, it. Yeah. I said, I get it. You shouldn't see me doing that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And I apologize for even in- mm. introducing you to that. I said, but it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. I said, nowadays, things are getting blown out of proportion. Yeah. I said, everyone can't handle certain things that come to them or that's given to them. And I said, I need you to be protected mm-hmm. because people are slipping things mm-hmm, into mm-hmm food candy like you, you have to Ooh, be careful yeah. nowadays like even with the whole vaping situation yeah you know my daughter actually got caught doing it at school mm. and i was pissed i'm like wait who my daughter yeah again i know my daughter's not perfect i wasn't perfect no one is perfect <laughs> you know what I'm okay no we are one, human. Literally. Yes. but it was just like to hear that i'm just like so why but mm-hmm. it's so easy for them now mm-hmm. it's it's literally at their fingertips and where they can get it yeah and it, crazy it too. hurts and then you'll have some parents that will literally supply it for them mm. so it makes it even 10 times easier it's like i don't know what friends my child has and mm-hmm. i don't know the youth that she's around but it's like i'm very very protective over my child mm-hmm. and i try to let her know you know i can't always be there with Mm -hmm. you i said but the one person i can't is god yeah yeah he is literally with you everywhere you go Mm -hmm. i said so when you're having these moments where you're angry or you feel depressed or you feel like you're not loved i said you know who do love you she like god i'm Mm -hmm. like yes exactly Mm -hmm. i said you think i'm you think it's a joke but it's true i said Mm -hmm. the bible says when your mother and father forsake you Mm -hmm. i will take you as my own yes you will be my child and i said so when you feel like i'm forsaking you I said, God did it. That's I said, when good. you feel like your daddy forsaking you, God did it. Mm-hmm. I said, so it's okay to be upset. Like, we're supposed to have those emotions so we know there's something wrong yeah. and we have to fix it. Yeah. But we don't have to do it on our own. Yeah. And I try to get her to understand that. That's good. <laughs> Listen, she over here speaking words of wisdom <laughs> for even adults. Like, anybody can take that that um, message that you said that you use for your daughter and, and apply it to their own life and, and stuff like that. So I think that is just, that's good that you're even, like you said, like they see that example. And even I can say, speak for myself, my kids see that example. I saw that example. And yes, are we not perfect? Do we make decisions that maybe aren't what the Lord wants? <laughs> yes. But I always try to teach grace as well for my children and knowing that like, you know, his grace is sufficient, sufficient and, and yes it's I know, enough thank god for that grace. And, yeah thank god for that grace because no, when uh, when humans <laughs> don't have it on you he does he sure okay does. and and that's an, an important part of life it, like as a woman of god to me is having that grace because we fall short daily like and for you to be able to sh- tell your daughter like listen you're gonna fail like you did things you're already doing things i really don't approve of but you know I forgive you. God forgives you. And right, he has, yeah. he has like grace on you. I still you, love so. her. Yeah, yes. I still love you. Now, sometimes, like, I get mad at her. And I'm just like, you can't have this. You can't have that. And I'll tell my mom, sister, I'm like, Megan. I said, you know, it's crazy. I'm telling her she can't have this. But I do wrong in God's <laughs> So does that mean I have to give it to her, too? <laughs> That's the balance. Like, it is. It's like, listen, you can't have this. Really? <laughs> but. God still provides me what I need. Yeah. You're just not gonna get the the high tech stuff. You won't. You gonna get that lower grade. No, for real. And here you go, be happy. Like leave me alone. So you talk about high school. You get in high school, and and obviously that's where you and I met. And I know yes. that was a a whirlwind for you as well. <laughs> 
podcast. So let's kind of, that's part of the journey. We didn't talk about the young Tiqua for a good minute, but I definitely want to, you know, even go into that journey of being in high school and falling in love with the guy at young and young age thinking we know what love is thought it and was love, thought it was love. Lucy, it was that puppy love like little yeah, bow wow saying okay we all got it we've all had it but like tell me what that journey was like because you said you were a senior when you were almost didn't get to graduate or like go to yeah I was a senior when they yeah. tried to pull that from me I'm like uh no I worked hard for this yeah. like I graduated honors like people still try to figure out how did she graduate honors and she was in transition school mm. for like three months of her school like how's that even possible because I did my work well I was literally the only student who was allowed to do actual real school wow. work from Sean Vincent everybody else had to do word puzzles um simple multiplication mm-hmm. like five plus two is seven mm-hmm. and like I told him I said I'm not doing this mm-hmm. like I'm an honor student I want my school work yeah. and they were like we'll see what we can do and it got to a point where the kids in that class was like how she get her homework we sitting here doing puzzles and it was like, they ignored her. And it was like, I bet you she's sleeping with the principal. Oh, and I'm wow. Because like, I'm getting my schoolwork. Mm. You sound dumb. <laughs> but, you know, as I get older, I realize I'm nothing but the grace of God yeah, right there in his yeah, favor. Yeah. Because the only, I, literally, I was the only one who was allowed to do her actual schoolwork. Wow. Because I still wanted credit for my work. Like, yes, I messed up. I did wrong by fighting that girl and doing what I did. Because according to her mother, I was an animal. And no animal should be allowed in schools with human beings. Mm. Um, But it's just like, you know, for a person to think that of me, like, dang, I must have really tore that girl (laughs) I feel good in the end. I'm trying to think if I heard about it or I might have been. Was that in the hallway? It was in the hallway. Yeah. (laughs) At the locker. (laughs) I did not. I think I saw when they pulled you away. But I wasn't there when when it ha- when it fully happened. <laughs> ah, yeah, they threatened me. They said, if you don't let her go, we're going to handcuff you. I wow. was like, I kicked her one last time. I let her go. They're like, that's it. She was like, I let her go. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, all jokes aside. But um, <laughs> being in high school and dealing with all that, it was not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was in love. And, you know, as you get older, you realize, like, if someone truly loves you, they wouldn't put you through all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I bent over backwards for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I I mean, <laughs> I, I, it got to the point where, oh, what's that movie with Taraji P. Henson where she was, like, mentally, like, crazy, basically? Oh, when she was on the boat. Yes. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because everybody always just says, it was, she was in the wrong, he was in the wrong, she was in the wrong. They always said, but yeah. Um, but it was like. Acri- Dang. A- acrimony or yes. something like yeah, that. It, yes. When I saw that movie, I literally saw myself. Like how she drove her car into mm-hmm. dude's house because what he was doing. I I haven't done that. But I had <laughs> like I would take my grandma car in the middle of the night and go and try to catch my boyfriend cheating. And it got to the point I'm just like, this is too much work. This is way too much work. And then like <sighs> The last straw for me and him to actually be done was something that, you know, included my life that changed it. And I don't talk about it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to acrimony. And I don't talk about it often, but it was like, you know, we were supposed to have a child together, but Mm. we end up not having it. Mm -hmm. And then he ended up having another one with another person. Due date was around my due date. Wow. And that's when I realized, like, dude. 
this is never gonna work mm-hmm. like he doesn't even care that he's hurting me this bad mm-hmm. and then like one thing I used to hate was when people like well Tiko you chose to do this he didn't make you do it I'm like <laughs> in my mind yes he did like mm-hmm. if he didn't do that I wouldn't be acting like this mm-hmm. no like but you have a choice and it's just that that'd that. be hurting it I hate do. I it, hate that and I still gotta it work on does. it hurts like so they bad. didn't hold it under your head they didn't like but and it's, it's like it's you're the... right you're right you know but it's like still I'm I'm hurting mm-hmm. I want him to hurt like mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. but then it's like you have to grow up and it's like when he had that baby I'm like oh I love this baby this baby is so beautiful like I wish I could have had mine but I'm gonna love this one too but I'm like yeah mm, yeah it's not worth my 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 emotions my heart right now so you know we were done but you know to be in high school and to think you're in love it's just like what is that (laughs) like don't get wrong you have people who do marry they they true sweetheart high Mm -hmm. school sweetheart when they're like 16 they've been married but some of those i've seen did not last Mm -hmm. past the age of 20 something Mm -hmm. they got a divorce Mm -hmm. and come to find out there was like a mental abuse going on in those relationships that they didn't even realize was going on until they got older and yeah. they realized like this is really not my sweetheart like yeah. I thought I wanted to be friends with the rest of my life and I realized I don't mm-hmm. now the ones who are surviving kudos I you. am so happy yes, for y'all listen, God bless because it's not easy <laughs> no it isn't it isn't so like what do you feel like you learned I know you did say like you know um you know, he didn't, he didn't make me do this. And people are telling you like, you did the, like you allowed this to happen. So like, what did you, what do you feel like you learned? Because you're now getting ready to transition into womanhood around like after high school and you're still going, like have grown into these things. Like, what do you feel like you've learned from, from that experience? I don't feel like I learned anything until, (laughs) until until, like 22. (laughs) Um, No, like seriously, like, because Although we sit here and say, and all of us females have been there, mm-hmm. like, oh, I would never, never. let a man yeah. do that to me. If that was me, I would. We could say we if could and say all that, that yeah. if we want to. Sometimes but we until, go through it while we're saying exactly. <laughs> like we're literally like, I ain't stupid. Like I know yeah. you're talking to so and so, but I still love him. Yeah, it's just like I be sitting there listening to them, just like, why? Why do we? I said, yeah, you can love him, but you don't have to be with mm-hmm. him. You don't have to stay with him. And I think that's, like, everyone's hard thing. They're mm-hmm. like, but I love them. And then as I got older, I'm like, do you love them or are you in love with mm-hmm. them? Because those are two different things mm-hmm. that we confuse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when I learned that, it hit me like a ton of bricks. So I'm like, oh. I said, am I in love with this person? Mm. And when I realized, yes, I am. But guess what? I love myself more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and the only reason why I learned that saying is because of Sex and City. That's my favorite <laughs> sitcom. I love my it too. favorite sitcom. And when you know Samantha, she said it twice. But mm-hmm. the first time when she said it, she was like, "She's like, I love you, Smith, but I love myself more." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Oh, yeah, man." I was like, "That's that's deep," mm-hmm. because he didn't do anything to her. It was just he wasn't able to provide what she really she wanted, wanted anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you have to get to that point sometimes in your life. Like, you're not providing what mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you were only providing my flesh aspect mm-hmm. of what I wanted. And now I'm beyond that. Mm-hmm. I want something deeper, deeper. And that's not what I'm getting. Yeah. So it's like when you learn that. And I like, I didn't learn that until I was like, in my, like after my life. 22 23 and that was only because of you know after day day passed that Mm -hmm. 
that really hit me to the point it was just like you know I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not I'm not built yeah. for this type of pain to consistently go through and allow myself to go through yeah. it. But the thing that he taught me while he was living was a woman will only do I mean a man will only do what a woman allows him mm-hmm. to do. And when he said that, I was just like it was like a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, one, you're that bold to say that to me. <laughs> and then two do I allow it? Mm. Am yeah. I consistently allowing you this? And then you start to sit there and think, he cheated on you two weeks ago, and he's right back in the house. Mm. You caught him with another female in your car, but he's still driving your car. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it's like, I saw that pattern. And when we finally called it quits, and he was like, I don't understand why you just can't take me back. I said, what is it that you said that mm. a man will only do what a woman allows him to? And he was like, dang, my words came back to Come back. And which I was like, you know what? I love you. I really do. I'm Mm -hmm. in love with you, like, strongly. I said, but I love me more. And I have a daughter, our daughter. Mm -hmm. And I don't need her to see that it's okay for a man to keep doing this Mm -hmm. repeatedly and I still stay beside Mm -hmm. you. I said, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. And um, I, I've always heard that saying like a man will only do what you allow. And it, <laughs> and it you can hear it all day, but it, it really takes for you to really decide like, mm-hmm. what is my value? What is my worth? Like in, in order to not let that happen to you and for you to even say like, I have a daughter and stuff like that. That's a kind of what for me was when I was like, no, I'm I'm in this toxic relationship and my daughter's going to get older one day and see this and right. I don't want her to see like exactly. this is okay or exactly. or like especially like you know divinely crown I'm always vocal about how divinely crown kind of was inspired by my daughter and how you know when I had her I was like okay I have to start loving myself and really finding out who Davina is and being mm-hmm. confident in that and so like now it's like I really want to make sure I'm being her first role model in the, right. the best and healthiest way I can. And right. you, like you said, like her not not wanting her to see how not to be treated. I want her to see, like, listen, it's okay to walk away if this exactly. isn't right for you, and and this isn't um, you're not being valued and things like that. So for you to even say, like, you know, your daughter was like, I have this daughter that's gonna look up to me. That's a big thing because sometimes women don't. Don't say like, oh, I have this child, especially mm-hmm. a young woman that is looking up to me. And then we repeat the cycles. So exactly. You know, got to break those cycles. Break the cycles. So even talking about and and I don't actually let me make sure these these uh, Tanisha said the power of growth. Yes. Yes. It's a, it's literally. A, yes. <laughs> and Marie said you definitely hit the nail on the head with that. I believe that's when you were talking about, you know, I love you, but I love myself mm-hmm. more. So I know that you did experience that loss with your your children's father would you like to share a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah if you don't want to it's okay too so that that was um a growth moment for me mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. um one I was mad at my mom because you know how they always say you know listen to your parents they've been there they've done that mm-hmm. and I was like well mom you didn't warn me about this one wow and she was like Tiqua, I've never been through. Yeah. And I was like, what well, why did I have to experience it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand that part. Mm-hmm. Why, why did I mm-hmm. have to be the one to experience this? And she was like, I, 
I don't know. Yeah. And she was like speechless. But that that day, when that day goes down in history for mm. me, I will never forget that day. You know, we had our problems. We had our issues. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's perfect. And like one thing I always tell people, like, you can't sit here and talk about what he's doing or what I'm doing. You don't know what goes on behind closed yeah, doors between yeah. me and my person. Mm-hmm. Like that, what we do is what we do. Mm-hmm, okay. It's not mm-hmm, your business mm-hmm, or your facts. concern to know what we're doing. But, you know, that was a very, very hard time mm-hmm. for me because it's like, I understand everybody was hurting. That mm-hmm. was, it was, it, it was, it was like a, a dagger just mm-hmm. repeatedly going in and out your, your heart. Yeah. Like repeatedly and you're still living, like you want to die, but mm-hmm. you can't, yeah. you know, it's like your body just won't let you. It's like, nope, you're going to keep feeling this pain repeatedly over and over and over. And, you know, it was very hard for everyone. But I feel like it hit me, but I couldn't believe it because I actually had a show to do that day. Wow. Yes, I was, we will get into your I shows, in, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I was in the show that day. I was doing um, Leading Ladies at mm. the Erie Playhouse. That was in July of 2013. And it was actually our last show, mm. our last matinee we had to do that day. And I was calling my director, letting him know, like, you know, what just transpired. I'm just like, you know, I I don't. But he didn't answer. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have understudies. Mm. So it's like you had to be on stage. Yeah. So when I got there, one of my friends who I got, I grew close to Chris. He when he saw me, he just hugged me. He said, I'm so sorry. Because, you know, he knew a bit of what I was going through Mm -hmm. with him anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for that to actually happen it was just like he didn't know what to say yeah and like when he hugged me I fell to the ground because I'm just like this is real yeah and then you know my mom I was like can my mom please stay backstage with me they said yes yes most definitely like the director apologized over and over um Charlie was very like heartbroken he's like I'm so sorry to you I didn't answer I hope you don't think I was you know trying to ignore you I was just you know at the moment I was just like eh, that's all right mm-hmm. you know but I still went on stage that day mm-hmm. it was a comedy which was a good thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still act I still did what I had to do and the people who knew which my sister was in the audience mm-hmm. Tawnita was in the audience that day and I can't remember who else was out there but they came to me and was like Tifa you literally deserve an Oscar mm-hmm. they said because if I didn't know what you just witnessed before coming yeah. on this stage. How? How? Yeah. And I, I remember saying I wasn't Shatiqua. Mm. I was my character. I was Audrey. Mm-hmm. And Audrey is a dumb blonde who's so giddy and bubbly with big breasts. <laughs> and that's who I'm going to be. Yeah. So it was wow. like. Oh, I just got chills. <laughs> wow. So it, it, it was. It was an eye opener. Mm-hmm. And then to see his kids. And I'm just like, man why yeah you know they're being so young but as old as you know he wasn't that young like mm-hmm. he understood like my dad's not here he's mm-hmm. not coming back mm-hmm. and it's just like how do you how do you move on from that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it was devastating mm-hmm. and I was just like man like I, I think I was out off of work for like almost like a month mm-hmm. and it was just like wow I don't have him no more. Like, I didn't get the text messages. Like, even if we were done, I would still get a text from mm-hmm. him. And, like, I remember one time I said, man, you're supposed to be bringing me lunch at this time. My sister's um, best friend, Bahija, was like, I'll bring you lunch. What you want? 
And I was like, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I appreciate people who did reach out mm-hmm. and, you know, that were there for me. But that that literally showed me, again, I am meant to be here. Mm-hmm. But it also showed me that I was a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. And I say that <laughs> only because when I used to live in Clarion, my college days, I remember, I'll never forget it. It's so much in my life I'll never forget but I had a dream and there were two demons in my house mm. when I used to live out in Clarion because I was taking the shower and all of a sudden I saw um, my daughter's curtain in her room just blow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is it? And all of a sudden it was a black and a white demon mm. and they were chasing after me and I didn't have any oil in my house. Cause you know, people say anoint, mm. anoint your house with the yes, oil. That the was a virgin oil. olive oil. Get yes. the oil. <laughs> so I'm just running, trying to find some oil going to people's houses. Yeah. And I finally get to one house and the door was open. I ran straight down the stairs to the kitchen because I knew how all the apartments were set up. Mm-hmm. So I ran straight to the kitchen. I went to grab the oil. I turned around. The demon right in my face, he said, you know, it's not the word. I mean, it's not the oil that frightens us. It's your words. Oh. And I was just like, in my dream, I'm just sitting there looking at him. I'm just like, all right. He was like, he said, but I want you to know one thing. He said, we can't hit you now, but we're going to come back. And when we do, we're going to hit you hard. And I said, I'll be ready. And when Day Day left, I knew I wasn't ready. Mm. I said, oh, they got me. He said he was going to do that. And like, granted, it happened like years after I had yeah. that dream. But they were so right. Mm. They were so right. They said, when I come back, we're going to hit you hard. And I'm like, whoa. I said, God, I wasn't ready. I was not ready. I told them I would be ready. Mm. And I was not ready. And so, like, that taught me right then and there. Like, you literally cannot allow your flesh Mm. to stop praying for the person you're with. No matter how much pain they're causing you. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you cry. You're just like, I'm just done. Mm. That right there, that moment showed me. You gotta get back on your game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You literally fell off. Yeah. But what I always tell the devil is, I said, "You hit me hard. You took someone so important to me that took away from my daughter." Mm-hmm. I said, "Now I gotta fight." You want to take fight. a break, a breath, real quick? I was like, someone told me I was gonna need tissue for this. And I need to get tissue, so let me get you some tissue real Thank quick. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're still on, so don't say nothing. You don't want no tissue. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna drink some water. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you try him. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you. Whoa. Okay. So before we even continue, just I first want to say thank you for sharing that. Oh, no problem. Um, no thank problem. you for being vulnerable to share that because I can that's heavy. It is. Oh, I'm sitting here like, okay, I gotta be strong. It's, for her. it's very heavy, yes. but I, I learned to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never easy 
watching someone pass or even just someone passing away in your Mm -hmm. life that's very close to you. But like I said, again, if I literally did not have God and my bishop, you know, he told me, I really wanted you to come to church that day. I Mm -hmm. didn't want you to go to the playhouse. You know, I want you to hear the word. And it was just like, I could see why you mm-hmm. felt that way because mm-hmm. I really did need to hear it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I still kept going to church, even though I know I was hurting on the inside. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really, really hard. You know, like now, like when people pass, I'm just like, they're in a better place. Mm-hmm. You know, they ain't dealing with all this craziness here on earth. Yeah, I said, but at the same time, it's never easy, no matter if it's because of old age or if they were murdered or you know, suicide, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. it's always going to be hard. Yeah. You never, you know, let go of it. And then, like, I look at my daughter and I see her dad and her, and I'm like, oh, looking like your dad. <laughs> and she's like, yep, I look like my dad. Yeah. I don't look like you. And I look better than you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's some of your dad would say. Listen, he read out. Daddy like, was so, always like, I so hear him talking, bubbly. And, like, he definitely was he always. Really, he really, he really, I said, you was a life of the party. Like he said, was. I said, Danny left a legacy. He didn't even know that's what mm, he was doing. Yeah. And, and it's it's crazy because it's like, we we were young. We were in our 20s, you know. But like I said, I said, man, well, I feel like a widow <laughs> at 22. Like, this is not how my life is supposed to be. Um, yeah. I'm supposed to be living it up in my 20s like 20s is your dumb years to me like you make the biggest uh, dumbest mistakes yeah. ever and then I'm like I'm ready for my 30s okay? <laughs> I look I'm mature now <laughs> it's like I'm mature now I know what I'm doing yeah. I can do this but it's like that wasn't even half of it though like mm. after that I found out I was pregnant I remember and I was like what there's a baby inside of me mm. and like a lot of people are like wait you had a baby and lost it so yeah and that's where nyla's dream daycare comes wow from. okay that's where nyla comes from because that's what um i had named my daughter okay i actually didn't know i was having a girl um shamir actually came up to me as my oldest mm-hmm. and she touched my stomach she's like you're having a girl and i was like girl bye i am not having a girl i said this is gonna be a boy yeah. <laughs> And the doctors had to do blood tests um, because she had fluid in her um, spine area. Mm. And I was just like, man, I was like, well, she'll be fine. I mean, the baby fine, right? They was like, well, by the way, it's a girl. I was like, it's a what? <laughs> it's a girl. And she has Turner syndrome and high drops. Okay. I'm like, what? what is, I know what Turner syndrome is, you mm. know, it's a deformality of the body. Okay. You know, you don't look like everyone else okay. you know your hairline's a little bit further back mm. you have a web neck web arms web okay. hands web feet um but you know i said i don't care if my daughter has my child has turn syndrome i'll still love that child mm-hmm. regardless the formality and all like that's my yeah. baby um but then he said hi drops i'm like what's this hydro like me and my sister and my mom we all looked at each other because they had to have a specialist actually come into erie from pittsburgh wow to tell us about this i'm like what, what is hi drops we all looked around it's like it's a it's a genetic that comes from the mother's side and i'm like I said, okay. And, and I'm looking at my mom. I said, I'm like, what, 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 what genetics on the mama's side? I said, mama, it's on your side? He said, well, it actually come from her side. So I'm like, it's from grandma's side? Oh, I said, wow. what is grandma phone did? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, it's basically, hydrops is when fluids form on your main organs. Mm. And because they're, you know, they're trying to grow, mm-hmm. they don't survive. Wow. There's a 99% chance they will die. Yeah. 
and there's only one percent that actually survived. There's literally one child I looked it up. There was one that survived, mm. and I prayed. I said, "Well, God, my child's gonna be that other one percent, and she's gonna be amazing." So I wanted to find a name that fit her mm-hmm. specifically. So I had named her Nyla Nicole. But Nyla, if you look it up, the Greek version of it means victory of the people. Oh, and I okay, was just like. I was like, oh, that is perfect because she is going to be victorious of her people. And I'll never forget it was the last sonogram. And she had did this in it. And then she had put a thumbs up. And I was like, I was like, Megan, Ma, did y'all see that? The technician was like, oh, my God, I've never seen that happen before. Oh, my God. And I still have the disc of that because it was just like it was meant for Mm -hmm. me to see that. And then we went to my last appointment to check, you know, the nurse was quiet. My mom was quiet. My sister was quiet. I'm like, she's like, I gotta go get the doctor. I was like, what happened? And my sister, I look at her. I'm like, my baby's dead, isn't she? She's dead. Mm. She's dead. And they didn't say anything. I'm like, all right. So they're just going to ignore me. Like, I'm not here. And the doctor came in. He was like, oh, she did work harder for me. I was like, yeah, I knew it. You don't got to tell me. I know oh. she's gone. He was like, well, you're going to have to still give birth. Mm. I'm like, what? The baby's dead. Just like vacuum the child out like it was an abortion or something. He said, no, you have to push the baby out. Wow. I said, what? I got to push out a dead baby? Like I've never imagined that. So like my sister and my mom, of course, my backbones, they were there for me. They were with me in the hospital. It was December 31st. Mm. And again with the one, two, three, one. Um, (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to the numbers. But, you know, it was, you know, Christmas Eve. I always go to watch night at church. Mm-hmm. And that was my first one I missed. Actually, mm. no, that was my second one because my 18, I was acting bad. <laughs> but um, that was my, my real first one I missed. And I was in the hospital. And they had to give me, they had to um, dilate me twice. And wow. those pills are horrible. Yeah. Like when they shoved that, that stuff is mm-hmm. the worst. But anyway, so the second one, it finally took. And I felt water, and I just felt a roll, mm. a gush just roll out of me. And I looked at my sister, I said, the baby's here. She was like, maybe you, your water just broke. I said, no, the baby's here. She's like, Tiqua, I said, go get the nurse. The baby is here. Mm. So she went to get the nurse. They pulled the blanket bag. I said, I told you. She was like, oh, my God. And wow. like, I got to hold her. And I was just like, I said, oh, my God, look at her. I said, oh so beautiful um but then when i had to come home my daughter was like mom where's my sister and i'm like mm. i said well baby i said nyla decided she wanted to be with your dad instead mm. and she was like oh so daddy's gonna take care of her i said yeah i'm gonna let daddy take care of her so if i get to take care of you he's gonna take care of nyla oh. um and so i always told myself i want to always you know do something to remember her by mm-hmm. And then when I had quit my job and became a nanny and, and God said, you know, you're going to do a daycare. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, what am I even going to name this daycare? Claire's Day. God was like, now it's dream day. Yes. I was like, no, oh. it's dream. And like, even when you look at my logo, it speaks volumes mm-hmm. because it's a tree. Mm-hmm. There's a heart at the top. Yes. With two little kids at the bottom reaching up. Wow. I know. I got to. I'm going to relook <laughs> at it right now because I, I got a card. You yeah, can look listen, at it. Listen, we don't have to put that up to the screen. <laughs> let me let me put it up to the screen so people like, can see it. Like, no, seriously. Like when you we can... when you look at it, I always I always tell people I'm like that. I don't know if you guys can fully. I see said the red. Said so the red heart symbolizes Nyla. She's at the top. Uh, let me see. 
and it then looks better on my phone. <laughs> Can y'all no it don't because my phone is too bright. Just go to my but website. Yeah, go to her website it. and also I will try to share it off yes. underneath this um but this like pose. but like for real, like when you look at it, I said that's my oldest and my youngest. Oh my and goodness! Reaching up for all the <gasps> other hearts of the children, I said, but Nyla's up top. Oh my goodness! So I said that that logo when I when um this guy named Derek created it for me. I said that's it. That's, that's my logo. I that's said, a powerful logo. So much volume. Oh my and I goodness! Said, you know, my baby is the victory of the people. Yeah, it's for these children. So it's like. Uh, everything about my life was meant to happen wow. and I'm I'm all for it. Do I say I would do it again? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I would not relive my life again. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm grateful for it. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for it because yeah. if I did not go through what I went through, one, I wouldn't have known that I needed God as much as I mm -hmm. did. And two, I wouldn't know who I am and who I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Like I always, you know, we always ask that question, what's our purpose in life? Why are we here? And like I, I realized 22 years later what my real purpose mm. was because it was in Clarion. It was 2011. I was in my hallway in my apartment and I heard God say, our children are in trouble. Mm. That was in 2011. Dang, Look how much has transpired since I know. then. I know. How many of our kids have we lost? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it passed away. Mm -hmm. So many. Yeah. So many. And I'm just like, wow. But the thing that really told me, like, I was meant to be back in Erie was when my bishop, you know, wanted to start a school. And again, this was like years ago. Now he does have one with Eagle's Nest and everything. But it was just like, I'm meant to be at this church. I'm meant to be back in Erie because mm. our children are in trouble. Mm. But then when I started to see so much transpiring with our youth, it was just like, oh, my goodness yeah and then i got into child care but i was with you know very fortunate children mm -hmm. i didn't work with a lot of unfortunate children and now that i do work with unfortunate children not saying that y'all broke yeah don't, don't <laughs> mamas don't and daddies think, don't be don't taking that like, hold on she talking about child because she got her daycare no i'm not saying it i'm not saying it like that but the behaviors are so different mm. And it's like our kids need to see they can have the best, yeah. just like any fortunate child yeah. who, who parent can pay full price for child care. Mm -hmm. We know it ain't cheap. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> it's not. My parents know it ain't cheap. They're like, well, you, you expensive. <laughs> I know. I know. Quality. Yes. You're going to get all that love to yes. <laughs> But it's like, you know, Nyla and even my own, because the dream part is actually Shamir's name, what it means in French. Oh, wow. Um, But I said, you know, it said, I care about these kids. I, like, legit care about these mm -hmm. kids. Like, I'll be sitting there some days. I'm like, God, why did you pick me for this? I'm like, my patient is, like, right here. <laughs> and you want my patient to be right here. <laughs> it's not adding up, sir. It's not adding up. Listen. But I learned to not question him. No, you just got to <laughs> be obedient. Because, Lord. Just do what he tells you to do. Because, oh, my. I know. There's some days where I'm just like. Yes. You'd be like, try Jesus. No, bro. <laughs> please don't try me. 
Because the old she would, would throw them hands. Yes, she would. <laughs> Lord, you've been delivered. Let me get in these comments real quick. We got so Elaine. She said, wow, but you still showed up. And then she did the emotional eyes. Oh, we got you. my girl, Akina. She's one of my divine guests. Uh, she said, hey, y'all, checking in, sending love while spring cleaning. Hey, sugar. I was doing spring cleaning today, too, girl. Listen, out with the old, in, in with, with the, the new. new. And then Elaine said, let me see. I hope you can see that, Elaine, when I post it. If not, we're going to post it later. And then we have conversations with a cancer. Hey, hey. He said, y'all black. Y'all black is beautiful. Keep shining. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. I got to shout conversations with a cancer out real quick. Rob, he, I just had a memory. He was actually the first person that ever asked me to be on his podcast. This was nice. like two or three two or three years ago now um and it just came up on my timeline i wrote him like oh my god like two how many years no i don't think i ever wrote you i was supposed to write you <laughs> but um it's just like wow look how far have we have come right no so, seriously it's crazy so whoa this has been heavy crazy Heavy, listen, heavy. Listen. And I, I like I, I said you, before, you are. And I know we could go on and on, but I definitely want, I don't want to leave it this heavy. But So I right. want to highlight yes. some things. But and like I said, I appreciate you sharing all that. And I know we can go deeper into that. Uh -huh. And I definitely want to, I, I have some other things in mind. And I'm like, yeah, you, that would be good to, you know, just have you with that grief. And actually, I want to kind of touch on that real quick, because I used to work at the Caring Place, mm -hmm. um, which is a um, center for grieving children and their families. And um, a lot of times, they struggled to have black families and people of color come there because people really didn't trust. And so right. I'm always trying to you know, kind of get insight on how to support people in their grief. So like, what was your journey like through the grieving process? You've had, you know, you, these, these major people in your life, your grandfather, your children's father, your, your daughter, like, how did you kind of process that? Or like, what would you share with somebody else that might be experiencing or have experienced something that you went through? Oh, well, one, I know people say time heals. Mm. And it's just like, I don't feel it completely heals. Mm -hmm. I just feel it helps you get through. Mm. It helps you be able to deal with it mm -hmm. in a better aspect mm -hmm. to where it's like, you know, five years ago, I would cry every time July hit. Mm -hmm. And I would just be so hurt to the point now it's like, July is here. Hi, birthday, daddy. Mm -hmm. You know, and keep it moving. And when December would hit. Nyla, oh my God, you know how old you would be right now if yeah. he was here. But it's like now I have a little niece named Anila Inez. Oh. So she's best of both worlds. Yes. <laughs> so she gets a mixture of me and a mixture of my baby who's not here with us. Yeah. But it's just like, I know people, they hate to hear it. And they're like, oh yeah, you say God will help you get through this, but, but you just don't understand. It's mm. just like, nah, for real. Like if I literally did not have that relationship, I'm not saying religion, a, mm -hmm. relationship a relationship yep. with God. It really changes the whole scenario. Mm -hmm. You're able to take it on in a different format because he gives you that peace. Mm -hmm. Not that worldly peace, mm -hmm. but his peace. Yeah. And when you have that type of peace, you learn to be content in literally every situation, circumstance, especially when it comes into that, that mm -hmm. moment. Because 
like I said, it's not easy mm -hmm. to deal with the passing of someone that you truly love yeah. or or a child passing. It's not. And as a woman, you know, you know, being pregnant is like an uh, honor. Yeah. You know, it's a privilege because not every woman can mm -hmm. give that birth. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when you are pregnant, then you find out, you know, oh, your, your child passed. Yeah. It's hard. I can it imagine. hurts because mm -hmm. a lot of times you sit there and think like, well, years later, oh, my child will be this age right now. My child will be, well, what will my child be doing now at this age? And it's like, we can't think of that all the time mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. like, I get it. It hurts. We want to remember stuff like that, but they're not here. Mm -hmm. And I always see it as it was a reason why, because I feel like there might've been times where they were protecting me from something. Like, mm. I feel like God was protecting me from something. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, granted, Nyla was not here, but she's still here yeah. in a big way that I would not have imagined. Like, yeah. I have a daycare named after her now. And Legacy. once it becomes big, mm -hmm. that name will hit so many so people's many people. ears. Yes. And it's like, I went to Nyla Shane Daycare, and this is what I learned, even as an adult. Like, if it wasn't for that daycare, mm -hmm. I wouldn't know how to deal with certain things, you know? So it's like, I feel like, a flower blossomed mm. from that dirt mm. that was placed into the ground yeah. and to something so beautiful that even I did not even imagine. Mm. I didn't know what God had in store when that yeah. happened. And like people did ask me like, how do you deal with this? Because I am so mad at God right mm -hmm. now. I said, it wasn't God. I said, there's only one person in the Bible who we know that kills, steals, and destroys. Mm. And that is the devil mm -hmm. himself. I said, God is a God of increase. Mm. He doesn't take nothing away from you. He may multiply yeah. it, but he doesn't take it away from you. Yes, it hurts that you didn't have that child. Yes, it does hurt. I'm not saying that it doesn't because mm -hmm. it does. But we, we have to learn, which, again, is hard to do, but we have to recondition our mind. Mm. As when we literally place all of our burdens, God tells you, he said, give them to me. It's a reason why he says that. Yeah. But how do you think he felt watching his own son happen to die for mm. us? He had to literally just turn resurrection away. Sunday was just exactly. Okay. Like he had to turn away from his son because he became sin mm. for us. Mm. So do you think that didn't hurt God? Yeah. He knows what we feel. Yeah. He does. But we have to learn to place that burden, burden. place that heaviness on him. He, yeah. he says it willingly, like, just give it to me. I'm right here. Yeah. Just pass it on to me. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that it'll be completely wiped out of your head. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I want to be able to help, help carry it with you to where it will not hit you and affect you and knock you down to where you are nothing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. She about to have church up in here. <laughs> Kina said it's the relationship with God. She yes. said, speak, speak. Yes. So thank you for that. So I want to kind of highlight because you have... um have like you said you were in a play and I just always thought that was like so perfect <laughs> for your personality for you to be in acting so kind of share that part of your your journey of being an aspiring actress is <gasps> yeah <laughs> I still love to act I don't do it as much as I yes. love to um but uh, acting, okay, so I I pursued it more once I got to college. Okay. And I realized, okay, acting is something I want to do. Mm -hmm. But I was shy. Mm. I didn't know how to come out of it. Like, yeah, Sean Vincent, I did write my first play and directed it and acted in nice. it Nice. Come on. So okay. It was like, oh, I could do this. <laughs> but then when you go to school, you're around so many talented people. You're like, uh 
yeah, no, I'm gonna be, mm. I'll be backstage helping out, <laughs> wearing all black, just changing, being the crew, changing sets. That'll be me. And like, I did do that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I love it though. Mm-hmm. Like, just watching everything transpire and watching, you know, the actors from just doing a read through to now acting it full blown out, giving emotions that they never gave before. Mm. It was just like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. And like, I'll never forget, we had to write a play. Um, it was called, um, oh, I forgot what it was called, Play in a Day mm-hmm. at Clarion. And all the people who want to write had to stay up literally hours to write a play and then you the next day you hurry up pick some actors and you we acted out it was called the second one everyone had to have the same title but it didn't have to have the same story oh wow so you know mine was so graphic and detailed that my teacher was like Shatiqua I don't know if I should be terrified of you (laughs) or impressed and I was like wait why terrified he said I never thought you of all people would be that gruesome Mm. and I'm like Oh, so I got a gruesome side to it. <laughs> oh, right. I'm learning more and more about myself. Like, I know I can be sweet. I can be crazy. <laughs> and I can be gruesome. Right? <laughs> I can be gruesome. <laughs> and then I love, when I learned how to do makeup, I love making people look dead. Mm. Again, don't know why. <laughs> and, like, putting bruises on people, I loved it. Oh, uh, I just, I did it so much. I was just like, I want to do this forever. Well, but I guess I wanna, you needed to do have an outlet still from the <laughs> anger you were trying to process. Maybe that's where it was coming from i don't i think it was because you know i, I love action-packed movies mm. so i think seeing them you know getting hurt or something yeah. breaking through i'm like ha i know how they did that right <laughs> so it's because like, i do that i know how like, to be gruesome i, like, I know i want to grow up and do costume makeup and stuff it. now i want to do makeup and act i said i will be a force to be reckoned with <laughs> um that didn't happen but it's a, it'll, it'll happen eventually yes it um, i'm never it's never too late yeah um but acting is a part of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, God literally had a sense of humor mm-hmm. <laughs> when he created me. I said, because, you know, I didn't want to do childcare. I said, God, because when, when I wanted to leave my job, I was like, I'm only good at two things. That's acting and taking care of kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take care of kids. So let's do the acting situation, <laughs> sir. Let's do the acting. And God's like, and, well, you're going to yeah. be over here taking and, care of these and no, kids. No, seriously. It's, it's something I need you to do with these kids. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, man, because I even went to Atlanta. Like, mm. I went to Atlanta back in 2016. And that's where I did my first um, background in the um, All Eyes on Me movie. Okay. That was like, I my remember. First time. I, you posted about yes. doing that. Yes. And I, I was remember so that. excited because I got to meet Demetrius, who mm-hmm. played Tupac. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God, he really looks like Tupac. This is crazy. <laughs> like, like, I got he to network it's crazy. and meet people. And then, you know, I got robbed on my first set. I was oh like, my God. I said, that's a shame. But, but it was funny because I only had $3. I had my, I had, but I said I had my debit card and everything in there. I said y'all took my three dollars. I said God, thank you. Okay. I didn't want to have to cancel all them cards, but the person who I know stole it. Act like he didn't even know who I was, and I was just like, so that's how we do it in the Mm -hmm. This is how we do it. I said God's protecting me for a reason when it comes to this acting because He know the OT will pop up in five (laughs) point six seconds. But no, seriously, like, and I met so many people on set, like, you know, I met people who were veterans to this. They're like, oh, yeah, girl, this is like my 20th one. Mm. I'm like, oh, you're so pro. So how do I keep my phone on me? Girl, you got to keep that in your chest. Don't ever let them know you got a phone. And I'm like, oh, it's too late. Now they got it. She's like, oh, well, you won't see that for like 12 hours. <gasps> I'm like, oh. 
12 hours, no communication. Oh my God. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. I met so many people. And then I tried to get on Hidden Figures. And um, a couple of yeah. girls who I met and I saw in the movie, I was like, oh my God, she was at the day when we did it. Oh my God, that's her. And like, I felt like, oh, I'm still a part of it, even though I didn't yeah. get in it. But I'm just like, wow, like the process was just like so fun. And then like me and my daughter, my oldest, I got her to go to Pittsburgh with me and we um, got to do an extra. Oh, Lee Daniels is doing it. It's supposed to be on Netflix. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. But Tasha Smith was in it. Okay. And she is such a lovable person. She is so bubbly. I'm like, all that ghettoness is the not one, That's her the one from Tyler Perry. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's a director, tried... isn't she? Yeah, and she has a twin sister, yep. too. Mm-hmm. But she was just she was like, all right, now, I know we ain't we're on wrong character, but ain't God good? <laughs> we were like, yes, hallelujah. Like, she is so down to earth. Like, I loved it. Like, she was hot and everything still drinking. She's like, it's hot up in this show. Oh. She said, well, we're going to get through it, okay. Amen, yes. amen, amen. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, you remember you happy? She was like, <laughs> I said, okay, she's not much of that. <laughs> I said, like, I'm over here like not- a kid in a candy Listen. store. My daughter acting like the parent. <laughs> no, seriously. But at least she got she got to experience it. She got her first paycheck. Oh. So she was able to do that. She's like, that's awesome. But then she got to learn about taxes. Yeah. She was like, like Wait, hold on. I made all this money, but they took out how much? Mm-hmm. That's not fair. I'm like, it's called life. Life. <laughs> welcome baby girl but no i i do love acting it is a part of my personality like even i act through my dancing at my dance ministry mm-hmm. um, with the divas at church i'm very theatrical like it's you all, are it's always all been oh literally like <laughs> <laughs> you can push me over i mean you could like push me like this i fall to the ground take what oh you hurt me uh, oh my god like <laughs> they're like girl i whatever like my sister knows she knows i also didn't fall on the ground in a heartbeat she's yeah. like take what did Listen. you really have to trip like that? Yes, mm. I did. <laughs> so, but I, I love it. Um, I will eventually. Everyone keep telling me, too, we need to be in Tyler Perry shows. Mm-hmm. I'm like, one day, one, one day, day, we'll, we'll get it. there. Just, we'll we'll get gonna, there. It's going to happen. Listen. Yeah, it'll, it'll get there. And when they do, don't call my phone. <laughs> I, I well, you, love you it. can call me. You no, can call but me. I hear you. That, <laughs> back then, they didn't want me. Now, now hot, they, they don't all want me. It. Okay. <laughs> Because that's how it's about to be when we all both listen. Both of us, we're gonna be taking pictures together in our. We're like, we were going away. We was up in this studio doing her podcast. Exactly. And I got a show, and she's an award winning actress. Okay. Actress and still entrepreneur doing this. They thought Riri was doing it with that with the makeup. Come on now. I'm coming with the child care and the acting. <laughs> Let me get this comment real quick. Then we'll, we'll we have been on here, by the way, for an hour and 32 oh minutes. My Come goodness, on. Crazy. So Stella Johnson, who is my grandmother, she said, Blessings mm-hmm. to you, Shatiqua. Thanks for sharing those personal and heartfelt experiences in your life. Wishing you the very best that God has in store for you. Davina, you, you are being a divinely gracious host for this awesome conversation. Thank you, little Nanner. <laughs> so I always like to ask, and I know we could go probably all night, but I want to make sure you, I want to respect your time. So <laughs> I always like to ask, though, with you talking about being an actress and even you said being shy and things like that, I always like to ask my divine guest this question, though, and it's what does confidence mean to you? And I feel like with you being an actress and things like that, you ha- and even a business owner, you have to have some level of 
confidence. So like, what does that look like for Shatiqua? Uh, confidence for me is awareness. Being aware mm, of me. Good. Mm-hmm. Being able to like be aware of knowing when I'm upset mm-hmm. or when something's not going right to where I have to reevaluate and you know pull back and say okay hold up mm-hmm. we can't do this now mm-hmm. and or me constantly doing something over and over and I'm just like oh my god now I know how to do it mm-hmm. now I can walk in a different way mm-hmm. because I know yeah so awareness and knowing is what confidence that's good Woo! I ain't never heard that that's a good one right there <laughs> Okay, I might use that too. Oh, confidence is being aware, awareness. That's that's good. Okay, wisdom. This wisdom. Let me see, Megan. She said, um, "Be doing the most." (laughs) Listen, I remember high school with her dramatic self, so it didn't surprise me when she started doing actress acting stuff. Listen, that part I do do the most. She know me. She know me. That's your second mama. She know. So another question, um, just, you know, as we're talking about this journey you've been on, I always like to ask, like, what would you tell young Shatiqua at this age with everything you've been through, everything you've seen, everything you've learned? Like, what would you tell her? Keep going. Mm -hmm. I would literally tell her, keep Keep going. going. Keep going. Keep going. And when God speaks, listen. Listen. Okay. <laughs> listen, child. Listen. listen. So if the spirit tell you, don't move. Don't. Yeah. Move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Because I literally feel like I've been telling myself, just sit still. Just sit still. No, seriously. We so quickly want stuff to happen mm-hmm. so fast. Like, because we like, we are microwave society. I oh, feel. yeah. Like, we want to like, like that. that. Yeah, and it's getting worse, especially with, like, even they were talking about how, like, people with their phone, like, watching TikToks and Reels, like, they only watch one for, like, three, not even three minutes, like, three seconds, like, and ends on to the next. So mm-hmm. that's so true. And I don't want to get off of here. I, I have to, because I'm like, oh, Jesus, we we really could go do, no, just all night. Like, but I want to definitely highlight you as a mom. Thank you. Um and, and your baby girls, right? Oh. You have two baby girls. Yes, so, my April babies. Yes, you're oh, they're both April babies. April 16th okay. and April 19th. Okay. About to be 13 and 4. Oh, uh, <gasps> so tell me how that is. You want to shout your baby girls out? Shimir and Romarie. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, how is it on this journey you've been on with raising two young queens? Like, how is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It 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 literally is a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, a journey that I'm like, man, when they say you're gonna get it 10 times worse than what you get your mama, who they didn't yes. lie. Yes, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> but I know. I'm like, I don't feel like I had that type of a mouth. Like I know I had a mouth, <laughs> but I don't feel like it was that bad. Cause again, social media plays a part. Yeah. But no, um, I love it. Like, my girls, I feel like they resemble me and my sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can see that closeness mm-hmm. with them, even though, you know, the oldest, of course, she's going to be like, oh, my God, you get on my nerves, get on oh, my yeah. room. Like, I, I know that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, if it didn't, I, I would actually be ter- terrified. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, what's going <laughs> like, on? Like, what's going on? you supposed to be not okay? liking me too much all the time right now. <laughs> Excuse me. No, like, seriously. Um, But I love it because, mm-hmm. like, they both, I see a little of me in both of them. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I just look at them and I'm just like, like today my daughter's walking. I'm like, 
oh you're so dang beautiful oh i was like you are so beautiful and you're so special to me you're amazing like oh yeah i don't even want to know what's about to be in store for you but mm. i can't wait and they're like my youngest one i look at her i'm like oh and look at you oh my <laughs> god you give me two beautiful babies <laughs> i'm like i don't want to do it blessing no seriously it's like it's not that i can't do it i don't mm-hmm. want yeah. to do it <laughs> it's a difference listen i get it um but I love it. I wouldn't mm. trade it for the world. It's like, again, like I said, I was meant to have those two girls. Uh, they were meant to be in my life, mm. and I wouldn't trade them. Yes. My motherhood is a beautiful thing, it for really sure. Is. So before I let you go, I always like to leave the throne. I can't wait to have like my own studio when I'm having throne chairs, and I can oh, really say coming. that. It's it coming. is. It is. I start. Oh, I have a few announcements before we get off of here. But um, I always like to leave room for you to kind of say whatever you feel on your heart. Maybe that I didn't ask or anything. Anything. What you want? Promote your your Nihilist <laughs> dream daycare. Whatever you want. Go ahead. The floor is yours. All right. Well, quickly. I, as everyone knows, I do have a daycare. Mm-hmm. We are currently hiring okay. for full time and part time. Um, if you're serious about it and you really want to work with children, you have a passion for it. Please, please. I guarantee. You just you will love it. Today, I did meditation with my staff yes. with a professional where we um we represent uh, we learned about stressors versus stress Mm -hmm. and you know that's very important even as a black woman Mm -hmm. in today's america Mm -hmm. you know our mental state is very important yes and i see that a lot of people will not do that Mm -hmm. you know for their employees but i care not just for my employees i care about the children and the parents i even did one with the parents we had a yoga day with the parents and the kids and next we're about to have a, a you know, Tiffany Boykin's going to come and do massages nice. for the mothers for Mother's Day. So I literally care. I put my all mm, into what I do. Um, I love my what I do. I love the children. But we are doing that. But also we're going to be doing a raffle for Nala Stream Daycare Center because I want to I want to build in. I yeah. want to expand. Yes. Come on. So building. we're going to have a wellness day raffle okay. where you will get a meditation mixture combination of yoga, sounds, all of that for an hour and a one hour full body massage. Nice. The tickets are on sale. Um, I'll post it again. Yes. And then I'll put it Davina's in the show as well notes. And yes. on mine. Yes. The tickets are, you know, you get five tickets for $10 and okay. then $20, you get 15 tickets. Mm-hmm. So buy a ticket, do what you have to do to support so we can expand. Expansion yes. is what I want to do. Come on, expansion. It's coming. But it's coming. One thing I want to leave with everyone. Believe in yourself mm-hmm. first. Yes. Invest in yourself. We invest into these nine to five jobs. We give them our all in all. You can still invest in yourself, whether if it's five minutes a day that you're doing mm-hmm. it. Still take time for yourself. I'm not talking about getting the hair and the nails done. I'm talking about doing those stretches that you need. The mm-hmm. pelvic floors for after we have our children, you know, reading, you know, sitting there and just getting back to who we are and yeah. finding who we are. Take care of ourselves because we don't take care of ourselves who going to take care of us? Mm-hmm. Who's going to take care of our kids yes. when they're gone? Yeah. So, like, do that now. Like I said, I don't care if it's five minutes a day. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. I always no like problem. to give my flowers to my divine guests. So, just thank you for sharing this 
powerful journey you've been on <laughs> and you. being vulnerable and open to sharing with us. And I hope that this inspires someone else or encourages them. And just, I, you know, I love you, my love triplet you and just everything you're doing. <laughs> and I just support you and I can't wait to see what's Same. next for you. And just thank you for your time. And just thank you for just your wisdom too. Cause well, you was dropping gems. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah. So Everybody who was on, y'all were in the comments tonight. Yes, so thank I appreciate for that. it. I, appreciate I hope it. that everybody was able to get something out of this, be inspired, um, help with your healing, whatever it was that you know Tiqua talked about. I Shatiqua, I call it Tiqua, but <laughs> Shatiqua talked about just I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. I know I did. Um, a few things, like I said, I had to touch on. Um, so I haven't really been too vocal about a lot of things that things that are going on but divinely crown officially has their own office Woo! so yes yeah, so that's something Yay! that i literally within this um what well divinely crown will be five in uh december and i was like by my fifth five-year anniversary i want an office space to help with coaching where i'll be giving all my divinely crowned coaching sessions at Yay. so i'm so excited about that i'm very happy about that so if you are interested in getting confidence coaching from yours truly reach out get on my website divinelycrown.com um, and come connect with me i do a 30 minute free connect call um, or conversation it could be in person or virtually so just make sure you continue to stay tuned and you know on this journey with me i will be putting all the information in the show notes um from shatiqua tonight and yeah so let me see megan said one more thing and and we're going to get off here. She said, develop <laughs> your relationship with God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you don't know him, yes. you better get to. Exactly. Get on it. <laughs> get on it. Yes. So once again, I just thank you all that who um, tuned in, who will tune in later. And remember, until next time, you are divinely crowned. Yes. Thank you, girl. You're welcome.